Hi, I'm Bran, and I love rides. <laughs> I'm Ryan, and I like rides. <laughs> I'm Dan, and I despise the television program Ride, and this is the, is the Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. Hope you like this jolly podcast. Wow. It's a subtle change there. You know what else is subtle? What's that? You don't have your horse head on. Yeah, that's right. Caught ya. If you're watching on Philo, you have to adjust your television set for the lack of a horse head (laughs) apparent. Yeah. You guys, uh, subtle change there in the intro. Um, oh, what do you like mean? You added, a, you added mean? an S, no. made it no, 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 no. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't never. say that. I wouldn't I say that. Sharing things, Daniel. Yeah, I think I, I would. Yeah, I think it's true. My bad. Um, subtle change. Also, maybe you noticed that Monday, uh, fre- fresh new scenery. Fresh um, new scenery. That's right. When it comes to the uh, the times we have guests uh, virtually, I think it looks real nice. Yeah. It's 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 snowing right now. Um, because it snows all year here. That's right. Here at the uh, Bramble at Deck, James That's Studios. exactly right. It's Christmas all year. Yeah. Did it snow any in Greenville all year? It didn't. No, no. Not a single snowflake all season. However, in the studio, snows every day. Always. I got to say, we uh, we got a lot of recommendations over the past week of things that we should cover once ride <laughs> is over. Um, I think we got a pretty good the, idea. The leader in the clubhouse is Kathy's. I, I, yeah, we, yeah. We're going to hold it close to the vest, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I think it could be a lot of fun yeah. and uh, make for uh, the potential to have some fun guests really join fun us. Guests. Yes, so, uh, for sure. More, more to that, more of that to come. More to that from <laughs> More to that. More to that. More of that to come here in the future. Ryan, uh, how are you, bud? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, you know, uh, went to a, Dan and I were talking offline, went to a baseball game this weekend, saw Fast 10, which was a work of art. Woo! Fast well. 10 is my new favorite. It's my new favorite. <laughs> I, I think I, I tweeted out uh, it was completely incoherent, completely nonsensical. I've never seen a better film. I, yeah, I it's the best. Loved it. It's it the is, best. Fa- I was I was previously a Fast Five fanboy. I'm Fast Six myself. Really? I love Fast Six. Right. Fast Six is the last time there was any shred of reality. Yeah. And, well, uh, yeah. Fast Five I feel like was the best of them because it was this perfect combination of nonsense and heist mm-hmm. and characters. And then since then, I feel like they've been chasing it to diminishing effects. So I like six more than seven, eight, and nine. But yep. ten is that fast? 10. Is that Fast and Furious six? No, was just fast. No, that was, was fast. Yeah, Fast, fast Ampersand, Furious, Furious, Furious number seven. six. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, Furious 7, uh, Fate of the Furious, F9, the, the Fast, fast saga. saga. Fast F9. X. Yeah. F, F9, the Fast Saga is my favorite title. It's, I don't know. Hard to top Fast and Furious without the thus. Yeah, yeah it yeah, is. Yeah. It is tough because but it's such a... The, didn't they add the and back instead of the ampersand? Like, they, they're not consistent with any of it. Sometimes they spell out the number. Sometimes they give you the number. Sometimes they give you Roman numerals. Sometimes it's the. Sometimes it's A-N-D. Sometimes it's ampersand. Sometimes it's F9, the Fast but, Saga. But F9, F9 the, the Fast Saga implies that none of the other ones matter. This this is now this is now a saga. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Which I really appreciate. I really appreciate yeah. that. And I also appreciate that they they did they filmed F uh, Fast X 
and they said, let's do two more, but they're still... But is it going to be Fast 11 I will say or is it going to be Fast X Part 2? Yeah. Fast X Part 2X is a Roman numeral, and then they do Part 2, and they spell out 2, maybe? I can't wait. I yeah. can't wait. And I, one more thing on this. I didn't notice this until after I'd seen the movie. Did you see the tagline on the movie poster? Uh, it is the dumbest tagline of all time. What is it? The, Isn't it the last ride begins or something? The end of the road begins. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I, the end of the road begins. I, I, <laughs> it's just a work of art. Literally everything that Vin Diesel says makes me laugh, and I it's, mean that as a compliment. We I, I, are it, in the theater, and he's he just talks, a laughing. Oh. I, I saw one review that said, like, John Cena's in a completely different movie than everyone else. And I was like, yeah, and that movie's great, too. Yes. Two simultaneous great movies happening yeah. within one. You mean a last action hero ripoff with John Cena and a child? Just for half the movie. Yeah. In Dude. their own world, doing their thing, and it's awesome. When they're in, yeah. the, when they're in the plane and he reveals the thing, <laughs> I literally just said, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Right up there with Rock ripping the cast off in Furious 7, which I went to see in theaters two weeks ago. Literally, so we saw the movie just to see Rock yeah. rip the cast off. Furious again. 7's not bad. 8 and 9, I was kind of... They blend together for me, but we're back yeah. with Fast X. And how, how about that top. scene, the mid credit scene, though, Ryan? I know we have things to do, but this is better. Maybe maybe we just rewatched the Fast as the... Oh, the, boy, I mean, dude. I mean, Trying uh, stuff for 10 weeks, Bran? Bran? Why limit it to 10? For one a week? Oh, that's right. Hobbs and Shaw, 11. Yeah. 11. Well, no, Brand? but then just keep doing it. until Keep doing that's it until... That's a better idea. Though. I love this idea, Bran. <laughs> Can we do a Fast and the Furious podcast for 10 episodes? Give us something to look forward to, please? Bran's never seen them. He's only seen 8, 9, and 10. That's it. Oh, wow. You're missing out. You're missing out. I also highly recommend, if we do this, watching them out of order, also a hoot. I wa <laughs> Dan, I watched them out of order. I, 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 I watched four, and then I watched one, and then I watched... Uh, it's great. It's, I, it's fantastic. Man. one. I remember watching one and two and three when they came out and thinking they were all trash. And then I was like, four, I was like... Oh, I think they found something here. Like it's a heist. It's a they're not just racing. And then five, I was like, this is cinema. Like this is this is the thing. So yeah, you know. Screen drafts just at a rock versus Vin draft yeah, five point five hours yeah, long. Sure. All right. Let's Fast just... five, the rock's best movie ever. There's your hot take. Ooh, I'd have to think about that. It's right up there, though. It's right up there. Yeah. He's not he's not the leading man. It's tricky, but yeah, right. It's true. Up there. But he That's gets true. a lot of screen time. He's co-leads. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. What's all right. Thought? Well, I guess we'll talk about ride. Ride. Uh. Season. <laughs> email us. You want a Fast and the Furious pod? If we can get a dozen emails, <laughs> I want to do this so badly now. Brandon. Season one, episode nine. The title is Ryan R nine. The the ride saga. <laughs> <laughs> Dan stole my answer. Yeah. I, you know. Uh, uh. Cash has less range than Vin Diesel. Is the title. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it's called Truth. Laid bare, truth. Natural, naturally, yes. Laid bare, and I went a little, uh, May twenty first. By the way, is when it premiered in twenty twenty three, and I went a little like this. Uh, Val V Valeria, call her what you want. Uh, she decides to tell the family though that uh, that name is not her real name. Her real name is Estella Chavez, and Estella. she and and she grew up in Houston. 
Her mom died when Estella was 16. We know all of this. She uh, didn't get along with her dad, though, and uh, he remarried six months later, and he was going to send her to a reform school, so she ran away. She hitchhiked, got picked up by a trucker who dropped her off at the rodeo. Austin found her. The rest is history, except it's not. If you think that's all the information, you're wrong. It's just not. Uh, she uh, she kept this from the family because she was worried that, I don't know, man, family, <laughs> family would send her back or something when she was a minor, but she's not a minor anymore, but she just figured it'd be easier this way. They're like, it's fine. We're good. Uh, Tuff is talking to Julian, and he invites Tuff to join him in Arizona. Tuff is considering it. The beard guy shows up. Yeah. Tucker. Tuck. And he, Tucker, which is different than tough. Tuck and tough are not the same person. Tuck and tough are different. Uh, And he claims that he is here to collect money from the family. Cash is there and tells him to get lost. Or else he'll call the cops for trespassing and stealing my daddy's belt buckle. Uh, Tucker does leave, but uh, on his way out, sees Valeria. He stops her. And he is like, hey, you're late again on your payment. And V is like, you'll get your money or just keep the necklace I gave you. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And he's like, I thought you'd never give me that. I thought you were coming back for it. And she's like, well, this family means everything. Family. <laughs> family. Uh, Missy gets a call from Moneybags Booker saying that he is not paying for the wedding because in the contract it says if the wedding doesn't happen because of something that they did, they don't have to pay. So because Missy, quote unquote, caused the wedding not to happen, he's not paying. And he says, if you have a problem with that contact my lawyers missy sees val and tells booker uh tells her that booker's not paying for the wedding and tells her that uh she's gonna go uh pawn her engagement ring to uh to pay uh to pay to because the, the, the money because yes. tucker lot's happening guys uh isabel uh walks in on cash just moping around listening to an old message from austin she's like play that back again play that back again and he plays it back, and it is him. He's clearly in trouble. He's clearly asking for help. And Cash clearly did nothing about it. Classic Cash. Missy shows up to pawn the ring. When he opens up the safe to get the money to give her for the ring, he she sees the necklace that belongs to V. He says, now listen, normally I don't deal with with what did he call them? Hot goods? Hot, yes. Hot, hot goods. Hot goods. They're hot goods. That's hot. But what can you do? Uh, Missy arrives home. She is uh, looking for uh, Valeria because, hey, the necklace is stolen. What gives, girl? But she's nowhere to be found. She discovers that she has uh, packed up and left like V always does when things get hard. Uh, the family all comes together, and uh, Cash plays the voicemail again, and everybody's like, hey, bud, you should probably should have done something, bud. Uh, Missy, though, is like, hey, hold on a second. I know that bell from the time I went to the pawn shop earlier today. I think maybe 
there was this is deeper than we thought. Uh, we then see a flashback of, of Valeria breaking into her house to steal the necklace. Someone shines a flashlight on her. Tough and Cash go to the pawn shop, try to figure out a lot of this mess. Uh, Beard Boy uh, tells them that he is, uh, they're still in the red because the debt is still owed. How much? Don't ask. For what? Don't ask. They did say that it was Austin. Valeria did tell them that it's, it's Austin. Yeah, she hasn't done it yet, but okay. it's ha- it's coming. Okay. Yes. Okay. We're getting there. Uh, I know a lot of this it, I, I is thought it's cyclical. It's all, yeah, it's just kind of ca- all keeps happening in different ways. Uh, uh, Valeria goes to Austin's grave sites, um, kind of thinking about, you know, him and how he's dead and whatnot. Rest easy, cowboy. Rest easy, cowboy. Um, he, we see, you know, him begging her for money because he's in debt with the beard boy. And, uh, he's like, I know your secret. Remember this in the first episode. I know your secret and all this stuff. Um, and he says, I knew, I know who you are. I've known it since the day that I picked you up and I haven't held it because I didn't think it mattered. But now I need you. I need the fact that you come from money because I owe money. Isabel finds V at the gravesite. V shares about all of this and the lies and the whatnots and uh, that she stole the necklace and that her dad found her but was like, get out of here, scram. Um, Turns out, she says, that all of the debt that she had talked about a couple weeks ago, all of that, as Dan has already pointed out, was Austin's debt. And she's just trying to do right by him because she feels responsible because she didn't come back with the necklace in time before he died so V comes back and it's like hey everybody <laughs> uh, here's all the news again I'm sick of I'm sick of lying I'm sick of running I'm back baby and they're like okay I guess um, Missy uh, oh Hank comes up and Hank is like hey guess what Booker wants to name the thing after him and I'm like freaking we know that man we did this thing already <laughs> but then he's like I'm done with him. And she and Isabel's like, thank goodness, I'm done with him too. Fantastic. Uh, Missy shows up and says, good news, everybody. Grace, the Booker girl, she is paying the whole wedding off. Yes. They don't really care Carol, all that much. A little bit. Um, they find out that uh, that Cash is uh, heading, heading, heading to see the beard boy. We see Cash. Cash runs in there and is like, hey, man. You got to back off my family. You stole my daddy's thing. You messed up my brother, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they get in a bit of a scruffle. There is a punch to the face. Cash punches him as the cops uh, run in. And we see that the camera was mounted and recorded the whole thing. And that, my friends, was Ride Ride, Season season 1, Episode 9, The Flying Lion Saga. Family. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to break this episode down here on Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. Oh, what's up? Boy, oh boy. What's up, uh, children? Uh, we're talking about Ride. Uh, <laughs> talking about Ride. Um, let's break it down, shall we? Ride, season one, episode nine. This episode, next week is the season finale. Yes. They oh, said, should we do the season finale on Memorial Day weekend? Yes. Will people watch it? Does it matter? No. We're going to play it. It's happening. So no week off. We're just 
going straight through it. Uh, let's find out what we thought about this episode. Ryan, uh, what do you think, bud? Well, everybody knows that I love a good penultimate episode. That's you right. Know, right up there with Fast X and the saga overall <laughs> is the penultimate episodes. Uh, and so, you know, needless to say, I was a bit anxious because the show hasn't been particularly great. I, I will open by saying that the cold open was I timed it legitimately nine minutes and 30 seconds. Good long. gosh. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, it is literally a full act. It's just now. a cold show. Yeah, it's, it's, just, open. it's half of Saved by the Bell. Um, <laughs> but here's the, it's the cold open. Um, here's the problem with the Valeria plotline, which I want to say, I thought that she is by far the most interesting character on the show. She's probably the best actress. I'm sorry, I don't know her real name offhand. Um, all this stuff was interesting enough. However, Bran, as you kind of alluded to, it's the same note over. And V tells a truth and then... She has more secrets to reveal, so she lies again. And it's t- we've done this literally four times in a nine-episode order so far. It's exhausting. Um, on the positive side, long hair, beard, Tuck, Tuck is it? Yeah, uh, Tuck. Tuck, it, t- tuck is, is one-dimensional. He's one note. But you know what was kind of cool is that Tuck gives the audience something to unite and rally. It's almost like maybe we should have introduced a bad guy, an actual bad guy earlier in this show. Because I'm not saying again that Tuck is an amazing character, even by Hallmark standards, but there was something to be invested to, so it was very wise that we waited nine weeks uh, to do that. Learning that Austin is a flawed character, awesome. Just made me wish that Austin was actually the central character of this show. Would have been nice. Yeah, uh, would have been a cool thing. There ends up being some nice character-to-character moments. The mayor gets a nice moment. We've been led to believe he's uh, underhanded all season long. That will really resonate with anyone, but that was nice. There There was things to like in this episode. The final scene was effective. Ultimately, easily the best episode of the season. What that means, I don't know, but it was the best episode of the season uh, and the worst penultimate episode I've seen in a very, very long time. Wow. Like, best thanks, episode Ryan. of the season, Bran. I don't disagree. I, I, Well, you know what? Here's what I think. They want us to think that this is the best episode of the season. Correct. But when you really get down to brass tacks, Bring it. it is the same thing Four times. But it's yes. dark outside. It's more. dark outside. <laughs> we get the same thing four times. Correct. Just V says this thing and we're like, good. Dead. We know it now. And then they, it's like they're like, maybe they didn't, maybe they don't realize it yet. So let's just do it again. And they like, they, they rehat, they're like acting like we didn't know. About her mom, like, there's so many things that happen in this episode that they're like, they don't think that we know. Like, like Booker wanting to have his name on the arena. He comes in and he's like, you're not going to believe this stuff. Are you ready for this? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we do know that. We know it. Um, as far as, like, action goes and, like, I, I, I do think it was probably the best episode as far as, like, man, this feels heightened as far as stakes. But man, it was just the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I don't really know what, like, what can happen in episode 10 that's going to be like, man, I need another season of the show. I don't know what could possibly happen. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be over. Um, I'm ready for Winkles the Heart. Uh, Let's just get, let's just get to it. Dano? 
Ryan, I got to be honest, man. You need to turn your Gussie card right in. An episode without Gus is the best of the season. Well, I thought about I thought about that, Dan. But I, you know, I ultimately I got to be I got to be truthful to my family yeah. here. Family, you know, yeah, that's family. tough. That stings. It stings. Um, <laughs> this show's exhausting. It, it is. It is. It's exhausting in a way that's kind of hard to like put into words. More of this show is what we get in this episode, and more of bad is not better. I, I, I am sorry. Like, they have one good character and good actor, the character Valeria, which in the chat they've let us know is played by uh, a woman named Sarah Garcia. She does an excellent job, and yep. they literally have nothing for her. They tried to start her with some mystery, and it was clear when they wrote the pilot. They did not know what the thing was that they were hiding. They didn't know it. They didn't. I, I am calling BS on anyone that thinks otherwise. If the secret was actually she used to be wealthy and then her mom died and so her dad remarried and wanted to send her off to a reform school so she left and then joined the McMurray's and then went back, stole the uh, necklace, then he let her leave but then reported it stolen. No! You did not. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No. No, I mean, it is like it, it is possible she's still lying. Like, there is, like, she just kind of keeps going, like, okay, here's the last bit of truth for you. And here's the thing Here, is, here's the, this is it. This if, is it. If this is the only thing I'm holding, case, holding. If this is true, I, I want to make sure I understand this. And this would be a wait, what? But I could have missed it because I would have zone, zoned out on this. If the debt was all Austin's, why did she leave for a year? Because she says, as soon as Austin died, I went and got the necklace and took it to the pawn shop. So what was she doing for the rest of the year? She felt that's bad. Good, no, that's, a, that's a good point. She felt bad. She felt bad? Yeah, she felt bad because she thought that she was going to be able to get rid of all the debt, um, but she couldn't, and Austin died, and she somehow felt responsible. So she's been gone for a whole year, not because of her own gambling debt, or for any reason in particular, aside from the fact that's how that I understand she it. felt yes. bad. Okay, Aaron I hadn't this. thought about it one way or the other, but Dan, you're right, because ultimately, and granted, this is what you could apply to this plotline in general. At that point, though, doesn't it make more sense to just tell the McMurrays what's going on? Yes! Like, you know, like, You've known them for over a decade. Yeah. Like, t tell them. Like, it, it renders uh, the only good character awful. Like, this character, they took the best actor and wrote the worst character. And that is unfortunate. These secrets mean nothing. They mean absolutely nothing. The McMurrays are out of the rodeo deal. Oh, my gosh. Whew. What's going to happen in the next one? I just don't. Cash is being arrested. Boy, is that the end of Cash? Is his Tuck going to get the ranch? Who cares? Finish this thing. Put us out of our misery. I, I was exhausted beyond measure. More did happen. Not better. Finish him. Finish him. More, Fatality. That'd be a great back of the VHS box quote. More did happen. Not better. <laughs> I wish the end of the road would just begin already. <laughs> oh, it all makes sense now. Uh... <laughs> um, okay, well, it's time for they the feels. They literally make her leave town in the middle of the night in the first episode because she's either done something wrong or she's doing something for Austin. But come to find out, she's doing nothing. No, yeah, she does leave in the first episode. In the middle to, of the night and goes go, and gets the necklace yes, right away. And then after that, for a year, she's just not there.
Yeah, the leaving for the year really didn't hold any water before this episode, but it holds less now. But like, if it was actually gambling debt, yeah. well, you know what I mean? She's trying well, to pay it back. She can't come to town because they're going to get her. But All right. Us that's not the reality. And so then it was like, and then maybe I, she well, was gambling, though. Maybe, maybe, was, maybe she comes back. She pawns the necklace. She finds out that that's still not enough. She feels like she owes Austin to get the rest of the money. So then she goes out on the road so to that's gamble. That's what I thought too. But then we, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. She goes back on the road, gets all the money, and now they're square. They're not square. They're not. Square. They, she did, she didn't go get the money, Brand. The, Tuck is still owed money. Well, maybe they, maybe she realized that Tuck. No one knows how much money is owed. Therefore, Tuck can continue to be like, you're still not square. But yeah, she but did nothing. Here's the other thing for anyone, you know, under the age of 18 watching, this is why you don't lie kids. That's like, right. You know, Cause we don't, we don't know what's true and what's not. No. He just lies and lies and lies. And now the three of us dopes try to make sense of it. And we have no idea. It's the lie snowball. It's just out of hand now. And I, it's just an avalanche on the ranch. Total av 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 avalanche. It's an avalanche. It's an avalanche. It's we avalanche. all we, we all know that. Avalanche. It's it's time for the feels. This is what we talk about feels uh, that we had. Uh, Ryan, what got you feeling? When Jason Statham shows up in Fast and I know uh, so, there's the punching bag. So no, the li so I have two. Uh, I, I do like the living room scenes in, in the show. I, at least I like the set. I shouldn't say I like the scenes. The set is interesting. It's big. It looks like a, a big living room set that would be on this property. That's cool. But, man, there's speaking of that, there's a fridge there. And Tuff gives away all of these leftovers to Julian. And I wouldn't do that. I, I, I It gave me feels as to, oh, wow, what a nice person. I hoard all of my leftovers. I don't know about you two. Uh, but, like, if somebody makes, like, a dessert... I am not giving away a brownie to my guest when they leave. Not me. Not me. Uh, fair. Um, so I love pawn shops. Uh, that's something that people might not know about me. I love going into pawn shops. I love checking out old guitars. Um, I've written some songs in pawn shops. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so they hold a special place in my heart. Uh, this was less of a pawn shop and more of just like a... Um, Hey, look at my trinkets. But um, yeah, it gave me pawn shop feels. If I if I have to pick one, Dan, um, I found myself very relieved we weren't really talking about the rodeo. <laughs> so like it it gave me feels that we weren't talking about frontier jeans or Cash's comeback or the tin can practice rodeo bull. I enjoyed the lack of that in this episode. So there you have I don't know. I kind of missed the rodeo. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I thought you hated the rodeo. I th you said it was just the best episode of the season. Yeah, but sometimes you don't know what you miss until you miss you it, know you know? You got until it's gone. You don't know what you miss until you miss it. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the way what? And um, the penultimate ride or die. <laughs> Here on Deck Talk. For V, it just comes down to family. 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 Can't face the family. Don't want to disappoint the family. Um, oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. We're talking about Ride Season 1, Episode 9. Uh, let's get to it. Let's get to the the way what, where we talked about one in this episode. Let's go way what. Ryan. It's cool that like Austin shows up in every episode. It's kind of like how everyone who's died in the fast saga shows up. It's, it's cool. Uh, so couldn't Valeria, this kind of is what we were talking about before. Couldn't Valeria have done all of this also without changing her name? Like, yes. 
Right. Well, I, apparently she's wanted now. Like she's a missing person, so they that, that's why that woman recognizes her. That's why she changed her name, I think, to begin with, right? But again, it's all very unclear. But I, I'll I'll concede on that one. Uh, Brand, you mentioned it in the uh, in the recap. Dylan Neal tells Missy that there's a clause in the contract that if the uh, if the venue, I believe he says, is responsible for the wedding not happen, then he doesn't have to pay. Now, whether or not, first of all, this what Missy hypothetically doing something wouldn't fall under that clause. But you know what Missy does? She doesn't bust out the contract to see if this exists. She just goes, well, that's that. Guess we're guess we're on the hook for all this cash. Uh, not the character. Uh, not again. McMurray business sense is just not ideal. Um, this cash tough scene where tough is. I I understand they want us to not like tough in this moment because he's like cash is like i was on active duty and tough was like that never stopped you from checking in this was rough uh yeah i under again i understand what the show was going for and maybe i would give the show more benefit of the doubt if they've ingratiated some goodwill up until this point but this just kind of felt tone deaf uh for me and then my last one uh, on this, kind of in the same vein, there's the scene with Missy and her mom at the cafe. Missy tells her mom that Valeria's missing, uh, and her mom says maybe she just needs a change of scenery. That's an odd reaction to hearing that someone is missing. <laughs> yeah, could have seen uh, it coming. Maybe you need to yeah. change scenery. You never know. Uh, but then to double down, Missy then says, Valeria, Missy's, then, Missy's like, well, Valeria just moved in. And her mom, who's just been told that Valeria is missing, goes, boy, it's sure nice that you have someone around now. Isn't that great? Oh. As if she hadn't just been told that Valeria <laughs> is missing. And thus concludes my wait what for the penultimate episode of that. I have two in their humdingers. One is Tucker owns a pawn shop. That's right. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was a mob boss. I thought he, he was a lot of other things aside from pawn shop owner. I couldn't believe it. That this big bad guy's nine to five is pawn shop owner. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a hoot, Tucker. Uh, last but not least, uh, this town um, does have a cemetery. This, this cemetery, this cemetery does have headstones. This cemetery does have headstones without any dates on them. At all. No dates. They just have slogans like, Rest easy, Rest cowboy. Rest easy, cowboy, with no dates. And it's not just his. No, none of them have none dates. None of the headstones Aaron have says the town's so small, everyone just knows. It's passed down. <laughs> it's just like, you know. oral uh, tradition. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's how it's passed down. Uh, I love that. I, you know what? What the, the dates don't matter, really, really. If you think about it, uh, we should all be on one time Especially zone. Especially not just, on headstones. Just put, just put the, the slow. Like, what would he want you to put? You on can, there? Well, you Rest can go easy, there, and you can go and just imagine when you thought they might have yeah. lived. <laughs> dates are for the living, you know. That's, That's exactly right. right. Amen. Yeah, Dano. Two more. The the headstone was a big one. Two more that I have. Both about Tucker. One. This show takes place in Colorado. It's shot in Canada. Everyone in this show is doing their darndest to not showcase their Canadian accent and to have some sort of like Western country accent. 
aside from Tucker. He is full Canuck, like full, <laughs> like in a Tim Hortons, like late for his hockey practice, Canada. It, and it is a riot, and it stands out more because everyone else is trying their best to not sound Canadian. He sounds very Canadian. But my bigger issue here is, is that, okay, based upon the information we have at this juncture, Tucker is the the bad guy, but he's not wrong. He is owed money. He's owed money. <laughs> and no one, not Valeria, not Cash, not Tough, no one that talks to Tucker bothers to just ask him, how much do we owe? How much? How much do we owe? Listen, if Austin, my brother, borrowed some money, what's the debt? How much do we owe? How? Look, you clearly got my dad's belt buckle because Austin gave it to you. How much do we owe? How much do we owe? What's the damage? Let me see the ticket. Something. Why don't we have that information? That is beyond frustrating. Who goes in and just starts punching people without being like, all right, tell me all of your things. Tell me. You you keep just saying you're holding all the cards. Let, let It's time. I call. What are the cards you have so we can pay the debt? If it's legit, let's pay this thing. If you're robbing my family blind, then I'm going to punch you. They don't do that. Push them. It is, I have told, I told, I'm going to save it for ride or die. I'm going to save it. But I, it, it is leading me to believe we're in for a big shocker in the last wow. episode. I'm going to, this is all I'm going to say. The, this is all I'm going to say. That did the, the ride or die begins. That's wow. right. That's right. That did remind me of one though, which is, um, one more wait what which is uh, missy comes up comes up and says guys guess what they're paying us for the wedding and no one gives Nothing. a flying rip they don't care they're guys, just like oh. that money can be used towards the debt <laughs> that's right that you now know that you have you can go get your uh, ring back you can and go I gotta get be your honest, ring like the, and this is the this is um the wedding of a an uh, incredibly rich family a wedding that was going to put you on the map as the most popular wedding venue in Colorado so thing. clearly there's a lot of money at stake here she finds out we're getting the money and everyone's like we've got bigger fish to fry we're in debt well there's money coming money in money is coming in yes that's how that but works. no one cares nobody cares they no one cares lose the ranch. i've said it before they deserve to lose the ranch. they deserve to lose the ranch but yes they, but at least they figured out the whole hey situation. hey situation you got that yeah, taken that was, care of uh, let's get to ride or die everyone knows the rules now spin them roll them and here comes ryan <laughs> um the punch <laughs> the punch <laughs> Spin them, roll them, and here comes Ryan. Um, and the I always have a ride, uh, which is the pawn shop had one of those uh, kickboxing guys, like that, you know, like you know, the yeah. guy that's like, a dummy, and, yeah, and the dummy. Had an army helmet on. <laughs> that was hilarious. High comedy moment of the season. Thanks, ride. You made me happy one time. <laughs> I have a die. I am concerned we're not going to get this information, but. We find out via flashback uh, that Austin says, I know who you are, Valeria. She's like, how long have you known? And he says, from the moment I picked you up. How? <laughs> how just, did this cowboy pictures everywhere? That's why that woman recognizes her. Like, where do I know you from? Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, there was missing. She, I, I was under the impression it like she left her house. No, her family put out missing person stuff immediately. Like they said that. 
But all the way out in Colorado? I get from Houston, he picked her up and he knew. I don't know. But he did, she hitchhiked to the rodeo. I don't know. That's the best I've got. Okay, no, We're that's good. Give, that's a good answer. A, a no, that's answer. a good answer. Yeah. That's a great answer. Thanks. You guys ready? I hope you're seated. Are you seated? I, Everybody's seated. Um, I, and I'm giving the show too much credit. What's going to happen in the finale is we're going to be disappointed once again, and we can pray to the dear good Lord above that we don't have to ever watch this show again. But what I'm for some reason hoping is um, this show has been incredibly altogether vague with all the important details for what amounts to be no reason at all. Why is Valeria gone for a year? Why do they keep changing the story? Why does nobody ask Tucker how much money's owed? Why do we not know what it's about? Are you ready? I think Austin's alive. I think, I think somehow they, 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 you know, you fall off a bull and your face is dismembered and and on the dust, they switch the bodies. Don't ask soap opera level. Austin is still alive, and he's in hiding somewhere, and he's showing up at the end of the episode. That is my ride this week, because if that happens, say it out loud, Brand. if it happens. Best show ever. If that happens, it saves the show. <laughs> it, it saves the show. The show, if, if Austin is alive somehow in a Fast X level twist, then I am here for it completely. Well, I, I, to be fair, we can't uh, praise Fast X uh, what they do in the last five minutes of that film and then begrudge ride for doing that's the right. same thing. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's my ride. So here you go. I'm giving ride an out. They've been bad for nine straight episodes. They're going to be bad again for the 10th one. I'm 99.99% positive they're going to be bad for the 10th one. But I'm giving them an out. If he he goes back. He's been gone. He's been getting the money back. He runs in. He walks in. He's like, my debt has been paid oh man throws oh. the money down gets the necklace back gives it the v goes over kisses missy man and now we got a real love triangle on our hands <sighs> boy and cash is just with, yeah. and cash is just stuck behind bars because yeah. he because he got a fist and life is good life is good at that point yeah that's, that's best. Move. That's best case scenario. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out if that happens next week. Everybody, one week left. Uh, Memorial Day. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. They said let's power through, and I, I'm not upset about it. Me either. Uh, we'll be back next time with another one. Until then, maybe we're the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep, here they are. Happy day.